Fun Spot Gun Podcast coming out of your first one of 2021 here. Uh, this is my birthday pod. Uh, we've decided on the podcast that every time one of us has a birthday, um, the person whose birthday it is, they get to just choose whatever movie and we just do it. And I chose one that it's, uh, I think it's a good fun one. And um, Goon, the 2011 uh, hockey sports comedy um, starring Sean William Scott. Um, it's quite well known as a, as a cult classic at this point, 10 years on. Uh, but one that I really enjoy, and I know Shay does too, so we... Uh, shot the shit on this one for a bit over an hour and just enjoyed the enjoyed a birthday pod. Um, there is a slight, I think it might be 26, 27 minutes in. Depends after I've edited it. That it's just that we had a, I had a disk overload issue. I've since updated my iMac and it's uh, running a lot smoother, so it must have just needed the big new fancy update. But yeah, just a just a small moment. You'll notice it, and we'll briefly once we cut back in, we'll briefly men- briefly mention, and then we move on. And it's all smooth sailing from there. So um, luckily, I noticed it as it happened pretty well, and um, we didn't miss anything major. So. All good. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. We got a part. Okay, immediate fuck up. <laughs> we got a podcast harder than them, okay? Harder than them, guys. You know what's hard work? Podcasting while going through a divorce. She's trying to get all my money now. She's going to have half of it. I don't give a shit. The other half, hard work. Mine. Some guys on other podcasts are fucking divorced. Three other fucking podcast guys are divorced, and their marriages are in the toilet. We're podcasting against divorce guys. Yes, there he is. I don't have a thing. If you had your show, and my dad and my brother, they have their doctor thing. Everybody's got something with me. I'm sorry. Would it help that I want you inside me? Let's just go watch the assassins kick the shit out of Oshawa. Doug, you impressed the hell out of me last night. Come down to the ring for a tryout. You are not enjoying the Oscar page, right, buddy? You're not trying enough for the, the what? The, uh, fuck it. You've been touched by the fist of God for Christ's sake. What number you want to wear? I never take it. My brother, he wants to offer you a contract. You're not here to play hockey, you're here to fight. This is one step under the big league. No glory holes here tonight! Hey, Doug Lash. Two rules, man. Stay away from my fucking Percocets, and do you have any fucking Percocets? All right. Let me help and take these guys. Go fuck your mother! I'm here to do whatever they need me to do. If they need me to bleed, then I'll bleed for my team. They call you thumb for Christ's sake. My fucking eyeball just ejaculated. Doug, I dig hockey players. The violence, the beer, all of it. Boy, pop the cherry tonight. (laughs) Pop my cherry. What does that mean? It's time to welcome Doug officially. We should sign his dick. Everyone sign his dick. What's happening here? I'll sign your dick, Doug. Bosh the boss, Ray. He is the master. You have my respect. If ever there comes a time when it gets down to you and me, I will lay you the fuck out, kid. This has all the elements of a sports masterpiece. Ready? Yes. Thank you for asking. This is about to get ugly. Number six, you light him up. Pints of Popcorn podcast is back after a 
I guess probably, I guess we could call it a Christmas winter break, uh, summer break for me. Yeah, but first part of the new year. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I guess it's been um, it's been a wild couple of months with everything, a lot of busyness with um, work and trying to get people back from the other side of the world and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this yeah. is, this is um, the birthday pod, which is happening 10 days after my birthday because <laughs> we had the plan to podcast on my birthday. And Shay was very good about it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. You got up, you got up early for it, and I was already passed out in bed because I went out for dinner with my family, and um, I had, you know, yes. yeah, uh, sister-in-law. Well, Miranda's so, driving. Yeah, Miranda's <laughs> driving, and I, I was like, I'll have a couple of beers and just get myself warmed up for the podcast, and then the couple of beers turned into me chugging a jug of beer before I left the pub and falling asleep very comfortably in bed well before uh <laughs> i think it was an hour before we were scheduled to pod i was asleep so <laughs> thanks for getting up. i was still drunk when i woke up so it would have been a weird pod anyway yeah but it would have yeah. been fun it would have been a wild pod but yeah we may not have i mean w- the movie i chose for the, so what we're going to do for the future of the pod is just when it's <laughs> one of our birthdays we just let the other one choose a movie and we just roll with it um and i, I was i could have gone i could have gone really wacky but i was just like no good like Goon, which is the movie from 2011, we're gonna we can uh, have some fun chatting about today. It's just a movie I've loved ever since I saw it. Um, and I've rewatched. I, I've probably seen it 20 odd times now, just because it's a throw on in the background kind of movie. Um, I think I saw it late in that college. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I watched it um, in bed at like Stadium Park, so I have the specific memory of watching it for the first time, probably in our senior year of college. So, um, which I guess is a couple of years after it came out, and I remember hearing about it a lot like from the hockey community on Twitter, like when it first came out and was just like, oh, I just, for some reason I, I was skeptical about it. And then I finally just was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. And just like, it was one of those movies that when you watch it, and we've talked about this before, when you have expectations of a movie, when you go into it, and either if you've got high expectations, sometimes the movie falls below and just cause you put an unreal expectation on it. But then this was one that I kind of went into a little bit trepidatiously and, and really just absolutely adored the fuck out of it. And 20, t- 20 watches later, yeah. roughly, I still die laughing at every time, which is a testament to... The, and we'll get into a few reasons as to why. And, it's, and you know, the comedy of it is incredible, but there's a lot of there's a lot of other reasons I actually find it as, as I watch the movie over and over again um, that the movie holds up. So, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to talk about it for my, my, my birthday movie. <laughs> yeah i think you go into it thinking it's going to be like a b movie but it's actually like shot really well like it's not like they didn't spare any expense like actors for it you know did they you know um just just hold on one second it's it's really it really just decided to gobble on on us for a sec there so Pretty much as soon as that's fine. Yeah, I think you froze. Yeah, as soon as you started talking, why did I? I didn't catch any of that. Sorry. So, yeah. Classic. Yeah. You were well, saying, I wasn't saying profound. <laughs> you were saying how it didn't really spare any expense, though. Like it felt like it. It felt like it a, lot, a lot more of it. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It was shot well. It was you know they got good actors for it, which was surprising. Like even getting Allison Pill. Yeah. And uh, is that? yeah allison pill yes yes yeah yeah no she's yeah. like got a, yeah a long career now they got yeah they got good people and i don't know if they like if people owed jay Baruchel a favor or whatever <laughs> but um 
because yeah this easily could have been like a shittier movie but they definitely didn't spare an expense um and it it worked out well i mean it's still kind of like far-fetched but you know that's kind of what makes it fun it is yeah it is but it's a comedy with a lot of heart which you don't think it's gonna be going into it like there are multiple scenes that kind of like you really feel for doug Mm. i have a question for you i just jump right into it um is doug supposed to be like forrest gump level like (laughs) like i i think it's um i don't want to say like any like I don't want to disparage him, yeah. but no, <laughs> like, I see, I see really, yeah. really stupid. But then the the thing is, he's actually really aware of his own. He's he's just like, he, I think he's. Well, so is Forrest Gump. I am not a smart man. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think like, I think Doug's just like he's just like he doesn't. He does seem almost self conscious about his own like lack of abilities as far as being able to you know be a doctor or anything like his family. And it is obviously being a comedy that you that you always exaggerate certain character flaws or character not that it's a flaw really because it's, it's what um i do know he, plenty he, of he stupid is, men yeah. who are like and, that yeah. bad with women too yeah. and are just like i think you're pretty like <laughs> and it works yeah. sometimes you're just looking for that but then you think they are you think about his heart through both the team like um i mean what i was going to talk about some of these but i'll talk about like you know when he gets he just dive right in. when he when he <laughs> yeah when he like you know he he shows the respect for the team the team logo and when um when uh fuck the uh Flem spits on it and he gets down there and and wipes it up and and you know he kind of he's got that he, he's got like a good um set of mor- morals within himself and his heart is in the right place and then you know his his whole stomach light speech is just incredible like such a it shouldn't be like there's a lot of moments in this movie where like there's dialogue and stuff that if handled wrongly and not shot the right way or directed the right way and the, they didn't hit the beats right with the actors and it, it would have just fallen flat but it just everything hits so perfectly because of uh, both the writing of the movie is really good and then just like like you said the the incredible cast they got together for a movie that um was a was actually a bit of a box office flop but has been become a cult like because of well, yeah, well, is it supposed to be like a that's not a movie that does well at the box yeah, office but it's, cool exactly, movie, it's exactly sure. the kind of movie that gets gets hits on netflix because of people that are drunk in college like myself <laughs> yeah i have a story about that i can't tell that story i got a career to worry about but uh yeah i watched it with i watched it like i remember watching it my first year in oregon when it came out like just sitting in my apartment by myself when I was friendless out there. Like, so yeah, yeah. It's escapism a little bit. You get lost in the Canadian world. Yeah. But, uh, or even the Northeast world, which feels like a different country sometimes, but which they're in to start a little Western mass. It's kind of like my territory now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You're you're dealing with, and there are plenty of dipshits like Jay Baruchel's character out here, and they love their hockey out here. Like I was at a sport store yesterday, and uh, they had hockey on quite a few TVs. Yeah, like um, yeah. So, Andrea. I don't know if I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, well, Andrea yeah. and I did that oh, no. trip out to um, Boston a couple of years ago to see some sports, and yeah, we caught a Bruins game, and yeah, that was that was a wild fun night, like. Yeah, I'd been to I'd been a few 
hockey games on the West Coast. And then the, the, the West Coast fans get into it as well. But, yeah, the Bruins fans, especially because it was Bruins-King, so it was like a coast-to-coast coast, coast coast battle. And um, LA won with like a goal, like 0.9 seconds uh, before the end. So it was um, wild to see nice. the Boston fans fall silent and just like scattered. Fuck, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it, it did, yeah. Like, like we went out to where like, wandered back to our hotel and stopped at a bar on the way back and like i was wearing a bruins jersey that i picked up on sale just to fuck with andrea wearing a king, king's jersey and she was obviously in a bed i, I mean gotta I, support the team. Oh, yeah, no. I, I didn't actually care like i was happy for her actually because she like got, it was her first king's game at the time and she got to see an incredible game of hockey but yeah they, they yeah. like the bars like everyone's chatting about the game and it's like asking us why we're wearing the, these jerseys and they're like oh you're a boston fan from australia i'm like no i just wore this to fuck with her but yeah, they they love their hockey out there. And they kind of picked the perfect. The I don't know anything about much like in that fr- like I area of you know minor league hockey in mass you know suburban Massachusetts and then Canada as well. But they kind of the setting becomes partly a character in it because of the the way they shoot the snow and the the oh yeah, it just always snowing. Yeah, <laughs> just always snow. <laughs> the bar and they love to dream. Yeah, they love to drink. I fucking loved that bar. Like, I would drink at that bar all the time if it was here. Yeah. It just looks so classy. Like, well, not classy, but like, <laughs> it looks like <laughs> not like it's not like a dive bar. It's like it's like dimly lit, and it's like it looks so warm in there. Like, it looks so cold outside and so warm in there. And I have like these like romantic notions about like drinking in the winter time when you like are fucking frozen and you like go into a, like a nice warm bar that's like lit by flames yeah and like you just get fucking wrecked <laughs> <laughs> like they do yeah. i was gonna say i'm high on painkiller <laughs> wow, it's a dutchy man <laughs> he's like yeah i'll give you some <laughs> yeah, I, I got, he's like he's like like slurring his words and he's like i got some for you <laughs> he's drinking on painkillers in public i think i've done it but <laughs> not not good. Not a good move. <laughs> Early train. Yeah. Sounds like a goal horn. Dude. Yeah, it'll actually work. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's not. It's like a classy bar until you like taking the conversations that are going on inside, like the 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 Russian twins being like, "Let's assign you dick." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my brother was gay and he doesn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, like one thing like that I would thought watching since it's been out ten years. It's like how far we've come with like. I have no problem with PC culture. You know, I watch a lot of podcasts that comedians hate PC culture and all that stuff. But it's like, man, they were slinging around some some phrases back then in 2011, even that were okay, that were like kind of problematic. Now I'd say. I was going to bring this up because this is like, yeah, they often obviously drop the um, the f bomb, not the one that we use regularly as a swear word, but the um, the slur. But the way that they do it is actually it's something that if you, as long as you, you know, if you go into the movie and you just don't like hearing that, it's going to be hard. But the fact that it's the douchebag hockey player that's climbing over the glass to fight a fan, and he's yelling that word, and it's yeah, and that's what, and Doug's just like. No, my brother's. Dead. They are kind of making a point with it. They're making yeah. a point with exactly. It. Like he's like, yeah, he's like, and, he, and, he, and he fucking wrecks that guy for using that slur. He's just like, no, you can't say that. My brother's gay and he's a good person. Why are you using that word to describe me yeah. in a derogatory manner? So like, if you actually like study that scene in isolation, it's actually 
I mean, look, I'm not like a, I don't, I'm not like. There's just problematic like parts, like yeah. Yeah, but it's <laughs> also like sports culture, like. Hey, like, let's not lie about sports culture. Those dudes say bad shit yes, all the yeah, time. Yeah, they do. It's just part of, like, the... And I'm not giving them a pass. I'm just saying it's realistic. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it sucks. But, um, but like, yeah, like, Eugene Levy, like, Doug's dad in it. Like, when he's, like, that's a that was the one that I had a problem with, I guess. Which, is when he's, like... Which one's that? Uh, the scene um, is yeah. when, like... Like they're trying to introduce that family's trying to introduce their daughter to like one of their sons, yeah. and like the doctor's son, and he's gay, obviously. And Doug's, you know, an idiot, I guess. For yeah. <laughs> and like, so she's not impressed, but he's a bouncer and everything. And he and his brother runs over and's like straddling his boyfriend, yeah. like them. And Eugene Levy's like, for the record, neither of them are related or something like. No, he says something he like says that. They're both adopted. Yeah, adopted. Yeah, okay, it's like, so yeah. This is something I was oh, going to bring up. This is, again, like something that I think is actually really great about this film is like, there is a lot more going on in this movie than just trying. Like, it, it is. An, parents are jerks. It's, it, it's an incredible comedy and it, like, and it holds up on that front. But the, what, I think what makes it better and why, why we rewatch it a lot is because it's got that heart to it. And part of that is, oh. like, Doug's, Doug's story is like searching for acceptance. And then. And he has that really nice monologue, yeah. yeah. And ironically, like, he is someone who just accepts everyone for who they are, and he just wants people to accept him for who he is and find a place. And he talks about, like, you've got your thing, my brother's got his thing, and, and like, he, and, yeah, he said that. and then, like, and his parents... That's, are, like, the thesis parents, statement of the movie. Yeah, and his parents, are, his parents are, like, part of that thesis in presenting the... the stuffy parents that won't accept their kids unless they do what they what they think they should do whereas what you know a parent's role actually should be guiding your kid through and whatever whoever they are as a person as long as like you know it's not like don't accept me because i'm a serial killer it's like accept me for who i am as a good person like he's you know, just a guy like yeah he's not doing anything that's like bad so you he, should just his, accept and him and their son is a successful doctor who's gay like that's fine let's be out exactly. of, yeah so ironically, just like ironically, that parents, into the movie anymore yeah so, I think, yeah, I haven't seen the second one. I don't, you know, maybe that was a little bit more forward thinking. <laughs> also, you're not going to be forward thinking. But. Yeah, the second one's, um, it's fun. It's just like, like comedies are often diminishing returns as soon as you do sequels because you, you lose the, the freshness at all. It does. I, I haven't seen it for a while and it, it's, it's got a lot of funny bits. The Russians and the goalkeeper again, hilarious. And all those characters are great. I mean, um, if they got everybody it back, goes, it go, maybe they got most back. Like, um, it's more about that. That movie is actually about um, Doug coming to terms with having to end his career because of the damage he's doing to himself. So there is a storyline. Uh, yeah, like because Allison, like Ava's character, is actually like, you need to, you need to stop this. Like, you're destroying yourself, and he's just like, and then and and um, leave Schreiber's back in it, like as like a as helping him out in as a, in a role, um, and then. Alicia Cuthbert's in it because she. I don't know if I would like that. I did not. I didn't like Lee Schreiber's character. See, I actually really. I mean, you're not supposed to. Yeah, I like. I yeah, liked, I liked him as. I'm like, Australian. <laughs> I liked him as. Like, you love guys punching brick walls to strengthen their fists. Good God. No, I like that. That character. That's is, brutal. That character is who he needed to be. I don't know, like, because that's the for the movies, like. Like beyond the thesis statement we were talking about, which is like again, like just to finish on that, I think that 
I don't know how you think about it, but my I found rewatching it with an eye towards the podcast that we're doing today. Um, that that I was trying to think about why this movie hits so hard for me as far as just actually how much I enjoy it, and it's like a heartwarming enjoyment. It's not like I'm heart wrenching. Like there is moments in the movie where they they do little emotional moments to pull on the heartstrings and whatever, but they're like light hearted in the light in the sense of how hard they hit you. But I was trying to think about why what heart the movie has, and I think a lot of it is that search for acceptance and stuff like that. I just don't know. Is that how you've read it when you think about it or? Yeah, I think that's what makes the movie better than it should be. Honestly, it should be like, sorry about um, it should be like a stupid, like I said, B movie about like, like Slapshot has heart too. This is kind of like Slapshot's stupid little brother. I would say, I mean, Slapshot's long though. This is a different film, but um, they just both have hockey. But uh, <laughs> Rizzo, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is that?" Uh, but um, yeah, it has a lot of heart, and like, you just feel for Doug because at first you're just like, "This is stupid." He's like this dumb bouncer who's like just gonna like people up but then like he's such a loyal guy to like to a fault honestly and that really is like they should like when he's like him and LaFleur are still having a problem and he's just no look punching the guy just yeah. staring at LaFleur <laughs> like, all right like that and then just like he's committed to Allison or Ava's character and like even though she kind of treats him like shit at first yeah. or like she doesn't really treat him like shit but like he can't read the signals because he's stupid and it's just like, he's so loyal to her right away and he doesn't know how to, how to do it. And it's just like, and then it's like, he just like needs something onto like you said. Yeah. And he like listens to his coach to a T it's Mm. just like, you know, it's like, go stand by that door. And when he comes out, it's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't even know how to trash talk. It's like, yeah, (laughs) you're just like rooting for him. He's like almost like a little brother, you know, he's like, because you yeah. know that, like, this is the thing I'm trying to, like, I, I don't know how to dissect the character in my head the way that I'm I'm thinking about him. Like, I'd, like, verbally say what I... Because I think he's he's smart inside. He just doesn't know how to translate it to, like, he knows he knows in that moment... I don't think he's very smart. <laughs> no, but no, like, I don't mean smart in the sense of... But he, his intuition to situations, like, that guy trash talks to him. He's like, I want to say something back. I just don't know what to say because my brain's not letting me get there. When that guy, right. when that guy's, oh, when that guy's, put your ass on flames. I've <laughs> <laughs> all he, been there trying he, to get a comeback in, and you're like actually hurt by what the like other person said, and you're trying to get a comeback in. You're yeah. like, yeah, well, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah. Okay. Use your big boy words. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, fuck it. He uses <laughs> big boy first. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll probably end up quoting it a lot, but that's like, and I think one of the things that I love about this movie, Horrible and, movie. Um, and I've, this has come up, I can't remember what movie a podcast I was listening to about movies and accents, but when you get a movie that has a variety of accents in it and they do it right, it's like, it, it enhances the movie because the part of the comedy in this is like when they, they say something like, because you've got a variety of different accents coming into this movie. You got like the oh, Canadian, yeah. you got the Canadian ones, you've also obviously got the Russian twins and then you've got a, a few Americans in it as well. And it's just hilarious, like you know, when it, the northeastern American accents are ridiculous. Yeah, like, like even the guy, divorced captain, like yeah. he has a weird accent. He does, yeah. Like, Grizzled yeah. veteran so, like, stuff, and, and yeah, 
Yeah, of course you got Le, Le, Flam, Le Flem's like French Canadian or something. So yeah, it's like you got yeah, there's like four or five different accents in there, and because yeah, the first coach is like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are your teammates. You fucked up out there, and like <laughs> yeah. I just almost call it like the hockey accent because like everybody like like that's what you're gonna get in every dressing room is a mix of northeastern, northern Canadian people, and it almost becomes like its own yeah. own language. And yeah. those random European, like those random Finnish blokes that are pretty uh, uh, speak English almost better than others. Oh yeah, unique yeah. accent still. So yeah, I was a big Tammy Solani fan. So. Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the yeah those nordic countries but they kind of like because since they learn well they kind of slip into that canadian accent i feel like over here yeah because they're just surrounded by it so speak english so much that that's how they kind of like yeah i don't know that fucking a right boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> get in the goal <laughs> like that it's kind of fun and then you have uh <laughs> the the coach for the blue and orange team that he makes it to um he kind of has his own weird accent. He's like that actor's kind of a weird guy. That, I think that I only think that way, because it, like blows it, his brains out in entourage. Yeah, he's weird. He's a weird looking guy, but he's a good actor. But he's also been, had a long distinguished career in a lot of movies. Like he's he's been around. Like I yeah, I looked I, him up. I remember when I watched the movie because he was like kind of like that guy. Like I didn't know who he where I'd seen him, but I'd seen him in a lot of places. He's been in a lot of stuff, yeah. like a lot of bit parts. He blows his brains out in Entourage. Spoiler alert. I think that's how I was like. So, I mean, he's not a big character or anything, but uh, he plays that like a really good coke head, like strung out because he has those like, he has a really intense look, I yes. think. Yeah. And that's probably why he's so good. He's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. I think. And see, they got him. It was a great cast. They got him to play like a, you know, he's a big part in the movie, but like not, he's like what, seventh build probably or lower. Maybe like 10th. Yeah. I don't know. Reading on the. I am just the, the I actually I'm just on Wikipedia just reading down the list. He's like ninth on the list there, so yeah. But nice he's nice been, build. But they've yeah. got it. They've got him behind Eugene Levy and um and the the lady that plays his wife, who are lesser parts in the movie really, as far as screen time goes. So yeah, um and but yeah, he's and they got Eugene Levy to do the. I mean, I guess it probably wasn't hard to get Eugene because they did all those American Pie movies together, and once Sean William Scott signed on, they probably yeah. like. And he's Canadian, I think, so he probably likes hockey. Yeah, but it's not like they don't really use him in, in a, a like a good role. I don't think in this. Like you picture him being funny, and he's kind of like the straight man in this. Yeah, but they still got he's a good actor regardless. Yeah. But you get sometimes that's what happens when you when you get movies like this made is you get people like that for those roles and and he still and he delivers that line like they they're both adopted like he he's just you know he can do that you know. Yeah, that probably got a laugh in 2011. I mean, it, it probably did. Get, it still gets like it doesn't get a laugh from me. Like I just kind of because it is. It's, it got a cringe from. It got a ugh, yeah. not good. But it's also <laughs> like it, it's just it's. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to say it. it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, back to the coach though. I think um, yeah, he's talking about a few other guy like acting roles. Um, For he, sure, his yeah, he's fucking great. Um, like <laughs> the intensity he plays the like when he's like on the bus yelling at them after the game that like when um Doug tries to make a point with Laflamme or he doesn't he just you know he, he lets Laflamme get lit up and and gets in trouble for it and he has to ride piss hole um when he's just piss hole glad yeah 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's just like his his intensity in like being able to yell out, yell the shit, and then like when he's having the when he's talking to Doug and Laflam in the in the um, corridor, saying, you know, one of you guys impressed yeah. me today, one of you guys didn't. You know, I'll let you get guess figure out who, which one is which. Um, <laughs> but like he. <laughs> He delivered like, and and obviously it's a well-written movie, so a lot of lines are just, but he delivers them incredibly well. So, I yeah, I love his role, and and just yeah, they pick the right, like you said, his intensity and in, in look, um, makes him look like an intense hockey coach. But then he also seems like a a good bloke when he's in the bar, smashed off his head, and he's just like, "You're all right, eh?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they make the playoffs, yeah. yeah. So, so his name's Ronnie Horton C. That's a fucking hockey name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. It's like, yeah. They put a Y at the end of everybody's name, like Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> yeah, number 69, Doug. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> I just, like, don't like that her character has, like, a boyfriend in it. Like, that kind of feels. I know what she needs, like to prove it like you make me want to stop sleeping with other guys and he thinks that's like romantic watching it i was like i don't know exactly how to like it, it is it's a sweet storyline in the end and she's like a good character but then it, it is like kind of odd it is trash <laughs> <laughs> but you know whether they were just trying to um comment about hockey cult like is there is that like Oh hockey, yeah, hockey fandom culture was like, um, yeah, and it's it's a sports fan thing in general, but like, um, but yeah, whether that was like their like little way of getting into that, but then you know, it's just I, it it also does it's it's like I like that Doug's like I'm not judging you for it, like it is kind of another way that it is like you know we we talked about the problematic parts of the movie that are also concurrently like also they're talking about that issue and saying this shouldn't be an issue like the you know, him beating up a guy for using a gay, like a, a gay slur is like a good thing, even though they use the slur in the movie. Right. It's like he beats the shit out of the guy because he shouldn't say that. Um, and they're also kind of yeah. like, it's like an anti slut shaming thing, if that makes sense. Because like Sean Williams got like Doug's just like, no, it, I, I like you anyway. Like I see the good heart. Yeah. I see the good heart. I like you I, regardless. Yeah. yeah. I, I see the good heart in you and know that you're, you're like, you're, you know, whatever your sexual history is, isn't something to be, it's, it's your journey and don't be ashamed of it. So I'm, I, but you know, if you want to be with me now, like, and she does. So it's like, it, 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 I, and she I, learns a lot from him. She learns about being loyal and she learns, you know, she yeah. learns about like, you know, like being okay with herself, I think. Cause I think she is down on herself. Yeah. She has the, yeah. <laughs> this I'm line where it's like, fuck it. Doug, I dig hockey players, the shit, the violence, the beer, all of it. I fucking love it. And he's just like sad. No, it'll be having to react. All right. We just had a quick interruption because uh, <laughs> my computer just doesn't like recording when two things are happening at once and a flash update decided to pop up randomly, which is super annoying and it, and it overloaded yeah, the Yeah, flash disc. doesn't even exist anymore, right? Yeah, it's, it's, like... I think it's like it's because I've had it on there. It keeps I got that too. Wanting to have support and I'm just like, no, just go away. So, but yeah, we, we finished up. You were just quoting how, um yeah, Ava is talking about how she loves the violence and, and how Doug afterwards just like just sad because he can't process it. Well, he he process he can't put words. He probably can't put a lot of words towards what he's feeling, but he just says exactly what he's. And probably a complex emotion that he's feeling because he's like, like that's a lot to take in. He's yeah. like, uh, yeah, sad. But uh, and it's kind of like later he kind of does the same thing, but he like is able to like like when um, 
I can't think of Liev Trevor's character's name, but uh, oh, it's uh, Ross the Boss Ray. 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 <laughs> yeah, Ray. And uh, he, when he tells him, try, don't try to be a hockey player. And Doug's just like, I am a hockey player, though. And he like that has levels to it, you know. It's like, you know, yeah. I don't want to be. He didn't want to be a goon. He wanted to be a hockey player, you know, because he his whole life he was a goon. He was, you know, mm. he was a bouncer, and he didn't want to be that anymore. He wanted to be something that he could be proud of. And then his yeah, we've already gotten into it, but his parents aren't even proud of him for it. And it's like, and he scored that, a goal with his ass. That is like one of the. That is probably the most like I was talking about. How there's not any heavy scenes, but probably the scene that does. I, uh, does like you feel for him you feel for him a few times like when he's when he's standing out in the street and getting shit blown into his face it's just like oh my god <laughs> it's just like yeah <laughs> it's like not only are you dumb you just have bad luck and yeah. you're just, i actually get a lot of trash blowing in my face it's like what <laughs> yeah, yeah you feel bad he, for him a lot when he, he's when a he's puck trying, to the face yeah well yeah well that that's i was i was gonna get into that later like some of the the hockey scenes that shit's scary um but yeah, when he tries to give the they puck to his job. parents, like it's, he's a legitimate hockey player and he's like, yeah, he's playing his role and he's not like, he's not flashy like Laflemme, but he's, he's playing his role for the team. Like, you know, he's, yes, his role primarily is to be the enforcer, but then like the coach goes, park, go park your front in front, park your ass in front of the net and screen, <laughs> screen the goalie. It works. And then he gets in front of there and scores a goal off his ass. And then that game where he, uh, where the goal where Belchior gets uh, taken out of the net, like it just gets um, out of position out of the net, and Doug just throws himself in front of the net, and that slow countdown where his ankle gets crunched and like he's getting the well, slammed yeah. into his face, and it's like the this is like you were talking about it before as well. Um, this movie is incredibly well filmed, like it looks good, like it's real, like even the like minimal outdoor scenes, but it just looks good. Um, and then like the hockey scenes and. They do them really well, and that that one in particular um, was a tough watch. <laughs> the uh, the yeah, yeah. it's like I I cringe during like some horror movies, but a lot of horror movies it's just like everything's pretty normal. Like as far as you know, you're just used to it. I cringe more in that scene in Goon than I do like probably three quarters of the horror movies I watch. Just as far as the the intensity of and the, it's the sound design of that scene too, which is and that's what they were going for is like to show how. And I think that's what another respectable part of this movie is it doesn't shy away from the fact that this shit's not something to celebrate. They do make light of the goon <laughs> factor in it, but like the crunching of the punches to the face, the the break, the slow motion blood spurts, the teeth coming out, the the you know the the crunching when they punch someone in the jaw, like yeah. that, that shit like hits hard in this movie. Like I don't want to go out and do that. I don't. It doesn't glorify it at all in a way, which I find quite impressive for a movie that's trying to make a comedy about um yeah hockey goons as as the title says and and somewhat of a true story like based on a book by an um a cool goon um but we'll we'll get to that (laughs) after but yeah like i find that there's a yeah there's a documentary about a guy like that too but he's more like ray and less like doug (laughs) yeah kind of a dick obviously and that used to be a bigger thing in hockey is the enforcer type guys i think they've tried to get it out of the game because it's like you don't really want like a guy that can't skate or score anymore. You want that, like, you know, the defenders that you want, you want to be able to do everything now. I don't know. I'm not a big hockey fan. So, you know, I pay attention a little bit, but yeah, you know, I enjoy, I enjoyed it as well. But yeah, it, it has been, um, I watched the playoffs and like usually only like 
the, the Blackhawks when they make it. But I didn't even watch like the bubble playoff at all. I just yeah. wasn't into it. It's it's hard. Hockey kind of like the guys slapping on the glass and like I don't know. It felt weird when they didn't have fans in the stands. Mm. Yeah. Compared to other sports. It is a it is a really fun sport to watch live. I've always enjoyed the experience oh, of a yeah. li- live hockey game. Um, and everybody's hammered because yeah. that's just what hockey. I just like remember going to a game in St. Louis and like this super drunk guy just being like, "Somebody lay somebody out!" <laughs> and it's just like, "Yep, we're in. We're watching hockey live." <laughs> and then I've covered minor league hockey and gone to minor league hockey games growing up, and that is. A trashy affair. That's what I liked about this movie is they did not make it look any classier than it is. It's yeah. just, well, it's you know, it's a bunch of young kids usually, and then there's just drunks in the audience just cheering for them to fight, and it's like you're cheering for two seventeen-year-olds kicking each other's asses. This is weird, you yeah. know. <laughs> Which it's I, like, guess, I guess Jay. It's like yeah. I was gonna say Jay. Yeah. Jay Bert- it's like fighting is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. His character's kind, I don't of, know. kind it's, of the the real uh, conduit into that, isn't he? Like uh, into that side of hockey fandom, really. Like Jay Rituals, I think I can't yeah. remember what's his character's name. Uh, Pat. Yeah, I can't. Is it Pat? off the top of my head? Oh, yeah, it's Pat. Okay, I I just think of him as Jay. I, to be honest, I just know Hot Ice his show that is just that yeah. <laughs> he walks his, which is pretty amazing. Um, and then yeah, I that is one of like. The scene that I always think about <laughs> when I think about the movie is Jay Parishel just being completely like beside himself one when, when his show is getting canceled. <laughs> like he's on air and he's like Doug's like doesn't even understand what's going on. He's just eating a corn dog and after his producer walks, Barishel's just slunched over in his chair like <laughs> like wide-eyed like fuck like what am I going to do without this? So, yeah. Well, it's he's fun. just like I can't I, you're 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 uh your over, your police culture bullshit. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then he's just yeah. like, and then the, hot the, ice. the coach calls in. And he's just like, you're on the last episode of Hot Ice. <laughs> yeah, and he looks to the side, just like fuck. Yeah, Is the, it? The guy's like, no, it's yeah. actually him. <laughs> oh, okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. The trailer park boys getting the trailer park boys in. Huge get. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't watched I don't know much about them, but you you were saying that it's yeah, I know that they're big. Like I, I know what Trailer Park Boys is, I just haven't watched much of it. But um I was actually literally I just I, didn't I, know I it was randomly, them until like I randomly saw that they did yeah. you know how that sea shanty thing has been going on? Like Yeah. They did one about kittens this morning, so like I saw that, like it just popped up on my Facebook, like as a suggested thing. It was Trailer Park Boys doing a sea shanty about kittens, and it's like ends up being this, like uh, we they're getting high on catnip. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, bubbles from bubbles from Trailer Park Boys actually has an amazing song called "Liquor and Horrors," which yeah, <laughs> you might want to check that out. I don't know if it's his original song, but I think it is. Yeah, well, like, like if it is them doing all that, like it's, uh, the their sea shanty was pretty pretty banging. So like, talented, just slamming on the table as they're singing away. But um, anyway, yeah, I think I was just saying, like, yeah, Jay Baruchel's character, like when he's in the stands and he's got his video camera and like, he's just <laughs> like, he's just like these guys are gonna go out. Like you can just tell that's like I 
that conduit into that kind of fan culture of like just being there for the the crazy shit that's going on, you know, I'm like, which is, you know, it, it, hockey is a crazy sport. Like there's a lot of, it is. An, Their fans are ridiculous. It's just like, cause it is almost like a niche sport in most of America. Yeah. Cause it's the North and East. And yeah, I mean, there are California hockey fans, but they're not like the Northeastern kind or the Canadian kind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that after hanging out at the O-Bar and watching people root for, the Red Wings and the Ducks and stuff of that nature. They're <laughs> yeah. more laid back out here. They're pretty feisty. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been to a few Ducks games and they're good fun. But yeah, it is. It was like like there was still a difference in the feeling in the stands, and it's not like a, a worse worse or better thing. But paradise. yeah, like they play in Anaheim. Yeah, like, like some of the days you got. Like, it's a little different in January than like. Like Vancouver. Yeah, I've been to a game. Vancouver is a bad example. I've been to a game where it was like sunny. Like it was a like I went to an, my first Ducks game was an afternoon game, and it was, so it was like a one o'clock game, and so it's sunny outside. You pull up in the parking lot, and it's like yeah, I just wander in through the sunshine into this hockey. Like whereas in Boston, when we went, even though it was like not the depths of winter, it was still like cold, and it's just like yeah, we're going. We need to get inside and smash some beers and watch some hockey to warm ourselves up. Like it's just a different like yeah. your, your day. I went to a game in Minnesota, and it different. snowed eighteen inches. Jesus. Go ahead. I was just saying, your, your, <laughs> yeah, your day, just, your day, we're out of sync right now. Yeah. Your day is just different when you go on, like, <laughs> where you are. so like if you just, if you just need to warm up and drink some beers and like, you need to get a little, feel a little feisty to warm yourself up. That's just what it is. Whereas if you, oh, we tried to sneak beers in, but oh, they were patting down in Minnesota because it had snowed 18 inches, uh, that trip. And we we're just, I was so fucking hungover. And there was a noon puck drop, Red yeah. Wings Wild. It's like, and you get in traffic and the heat's blasting and you're just hungover. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, they were patting people down when he came in so you couldn't sneak beers in. So my buddy James just put them by the door, like four beers, like right by the door. Well, Hopefully like a homeless person or something got him. Yeah. But, yeah. All boys, but. Pay it forward. Yeah, hockey's fun. I haven't been to a game forever. Last one I went but, to was... Um... Colorado, Philadelphia, like the couple of days before I went and visited you in Lincoln. So like uh, my like little sports trip I did before, like is even so more. You saw Pepsi Center yeah. with both basketball and hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Two nights in a row. Yeah. Just did a back to back and yeah. yeah. That was a good game. And the Colorado, like Colorado got a good team at the moment. So it was good fun to actually watch them play. But um, back to the movie. Uh, yeah. Where, <laughs> hey, it's birthday pod. We can do what we want. And we just do that on any podcast anyway. <laughs> um, At least I'm sober for this one. Very <laughs> um, <laughs> the last note on um, acting performance of character before we get into some of the other stuff. Like, um, and we might take a break after this. I just wanted to say, like, Sean, we've, we have talked about the character a lot, but Sean William Scott in himself, I think, is like one of his, like, he's a veteran of the com- comedy acting now. Like, American Pie is obviously an iconic role, and Stifler is one of the iconic yeah. co- iconic characters in uh, comedy history really like everyone like a particular if you're of a particular age like ours or um anyone in the last uh, fuck i fucking love that movie yeah maybe we'll do that one for my birthday yeah yeah the american pie movies are amazing um but yeah hey stifler how's the pale ale um (laughs) (laughs) i love that we both quoted something that isn't him and that (laughs) i know it's just (laughs) 
<laughs> I quoted, quoted Chris Klein's character, and I don't even know who says pale ale. I can't remember, but fuck, I, I love it. It was that just movie. a random person at the party, or it might have been, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, he's like an icon, and he's had a lot of great roles. Like, I mean, role models is a f- incredibly underrated comedy. He plays it? this character really well. Yeah, and that's what I think was really impressive to like, me. I feel like he plays that character almost too. Yeah. Yeah, he almost plays like this like bigger character really well because there's this other movie where he's like banging a chick and he shits the bed literally, and like it's not a good film. I don't even know why I was watching it because I like it. I think it's called Loser or something like that. Okay, but yeah, he plays that character really well. I think that's what's impressive about this one is because like um, American Pie and a lot of other movies in his like younger career was like he was playing um, American. The the cool the cool kid kind of thing, and then this movie he's like he has to completely turn it around and still like still a comedy, but like I think this is probably my favorite role of his as far as just how much he becomes this character of Doug Glatt is really I can't see it being played by anyone else like just the the unique presence he brings as far as his like because he does have like a sweet demeanor when he he's from fucking Minnesota he probably loves hockey yeah. And he, yeah. Does, he does have like a, a sweet demeanor as when he plays it that way, and like you know, st- but then also a stiffler, he can play like the kind of like the the cunning douchebag really well too at high school. So it's a it's a unique range that he has, which I never thought I'd say that about Sean William Scott, but it is like a unique kind of just thing that he can do, and he knows what he can do and does it well. And he like, doesn't get enough roles. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. I like it. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, really good in Evolution as well, which is an underrated one. <laughs> um, the movie he did with The Rock is underrated. Welcome to the Junk. No, what was it called over there? Is that called Running? Is it called something else over there? Yeah, it's called Welcome to the Jungle here. I think it's called something else. Is it like Walking Tall? Or it's definitely not called Welcome to the Jungle. It's Walking yeah. Tall, I think. Oh, it's the run Rundown. Oh, the Rundown. What's Walking Tall then? That might be another Rock. That's movie. The Rock's movie where he goes back to his hometown and is a share it's actually not terrible it's based on a book and the drive-by truckers wrote a song about that it's based on a true story all right yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah i don't yeah. know why it's called welcome the, to the rundown Jungle. is good yeah i we i actually saw it christopher walkins in that yeah he's the bad guy <laughs> yeah yeah good film yeah and sean yeah. william scott is like kind of like a charming fellow in that yeah. kind of like balance it yeah it has rosario dawson in it too yeah yeah, that's a good flick. He's been in, Sean William Scott's surprisingly been a part of some pretty underratedly good casts in comedies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Dude Wears My Car is terrible, but, like, you know, it has its place yeah. in the world. It, yeah, that was like, that was that was a movie very much of its time. It was huge. Yeah, it was. And it was very much a movie of its time. And, like, if you, if you're, because I watched it around that time and enjoyed it. So, I was like, what, 12, probably by the time I actually saw it. So I think I was, I was like around that age too. And I was like, this is dumb even for me. I was like, I hadn't even hit puberty. I was like, this is stupid. But it has its moments. Zoltan? What is it? I haven't even seen it in like 15 years, but I can still remember the Zoltan or whatever it is. Like, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. But yeah, sure, yeah he's. He's had a he's actually had a really good career, but then like it's it's probably the fact that he's older now and like he can't pull off these younger and he's probably like limited and I can't imagine being a older actor doing drama roles, but you know what's in his future. But 
I think Goon is like a comeback, like, you know, being 2011 and a fair while after, like, some of those comedies in the early to mid-2000s, it's like a really, I think it's probably my favourite role of his, um, and I think just due to the fact that he he becomes that character, like, and does a really good job of it, and plays it with a lot of heart, and, um, but delivers the um, the comedy, uh, like, he, he has his comic timing for delivering his line and everything like that is really good as well. Like And the entire movie, like I said, we started off the podcast. Yeah, he plays someone super dumb, and then, like, he also has to play drunk, which he does well. Yeah. Drunk on painkillers, <laughs> which he sells it. <laughs> he sells it. And he also has to play super hurt all the time, like, his face. Like, he has to have a mouthful of blood all the time. Mm. It's just, yeah. He's good. I looked up his net worth online and like the first thing that popped up is whatever happened to Sean William Scott, which makes me sad. And then the person that wrote it said, however, when he's not in films, you rarely find anyone who's desperate for him to return to their screen. Fuck you, person. I We're talking about it right now. I want him in more shit. I think he's, he's a Midwest guy too. Like he has that Midwest sensibility. Yeah. Northern Midwest. Of course, it's different. But, yeah. 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 All right. Um, I think it's about time we take a quick break, and then we can come back and talk about some of the, like more of the movie mo- things about the movie itself. So, um, yeah, we'll be back in a moment. My fucking helmet. Starting goalie Marco Belcher. Call him Belchi. He's from Regina. Regina. He drinks a lot of hand sanitizer. What's so fucking funny, giggly bit? <laughs> We have your mama right here. Oh, yeah. Look at this beautiful smile. There she is. Say hello. Oh, it's called suck your mother. Oh, work. Yes, oh, just man. like a belcher. You fucking Chernobyl motherfuckers. Your mother's pussy so fucking tight. No way, baby, come out there. No way. You adopted. I'm on your team. Does anybody else see this oh, shit? What a woman. Your turn. I love you, mama. You might want to wash it before you put on, man. Hi, I'm Doug Ladd. Two rules, man. Stay away from my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking Percocets, man? All right. Okay. What about LaFlame? Where's he at? Probably giving some single mother herpes in a parking lot. Oh, sure. Are we back to the second half? Or Second uh, half. Second period. Yeah, I was about to say, because, yeah, it needs to be a yeah, period thing, so. Um, yeah, uh, we kind of covered a lot of the movie in the first it's not like you know this is one of those movies we were gonna do you know a lot of movies we do i wish it would have been a little longer i don't know what they you know maybe a little bit more on allison pill's character but yeah it it is a fairly well balanced movie though as far as like you get i guess this is something where um the hockey the hockey scenes themselves um which there are a, a decent amount of actually really well done like the the camera work on the ice like i don't know I don't know what constitutes like a really groundbreaking, but I just thought like when you watch a low budget or a lower budget sports film um, like this, uh, especially hockey being the, the, it's like getting on ice good scenes. Like when um, particularly the filming of like Laflemme's like hat trick at the end of the game after, after uh, yeah. um, Doug. Not He's that actually good. Mark Andre Grodin. Yeah. He's like, actually good at skating that's cool i think they got a bunch of guys who were in their lives it seemed like yeah it kind of froze there for a second yeah it it was it was gobbling again it's it's, yeah yeah it's really picking the good moments today the old uh 
The connection, I don't know. If, I think it might be my, <laughs> my Oh, what I was saying didn't matter. No, I, I got caught most of it. They got like got oh a, my got some good actors to like uh, actually good skaters to um yeah. be in it. I mean, like the second one, they have Wyatt, yeah. Wyatt Russell, who's like Kurt Russell. Because Steve Z is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, and so he's he's kind of famous now. Yeah, no, but he was actually a former like I think he was a minor league hockey player before he became an actor as well so like oh really yeah so he he's he was in the second one and um yeah obviously a talented skater must have been to be a, a former player so um yeah they like and there's a lot that of that definitely helped like how kevin costner can kind of play baseball yeah yeah um there is like a lot of those those bit part guys i mean yeah like those not much more to say about it but i just thought the hockey just on ice like scenes were really good um and added to like that's what you when you're watching a movie yeah. like this like and again i'm just I, i'll keep repeating it like how underratedly perfect this movie is is like all those little things that come together to make a film you know the, the heart they put into the script that you know you could make just a slapstick hockey movie about a goon enforcer without putting all that heart into the character that they do and and it'd still probably be okay and watchable as a comedy um but they put that in there and make it even better and then the comedy writing is actually just incredible like um I think I was talking to you about it through text. How uh, the uh, when they're introducing it, like that the introduction scene in the locker room, it's like a standard script. Oh, you yeah. kind of intru- introduce some players, but yeah, they they do that. Even that is done so, in such a good way because it's such a good variety of characters. You're gonna you got the alcoholic veteran that um, is going through his <laughs> is going through his divorce, and you know he's got Stevesy, his little Patsy, and um, yeah, then you've got you, you've got the, oh, yeah. the 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 Chernobyl motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> that's some canadian ass like that's a canadian ass accent on that motherfuckers yeah <laughs> yeah those guys are wild and eastern europeans are wild so that's fun and it does like yeah it just did a really good job of portraying minor league hockey and it's weird care cast of characters yeah i love so, i love that bit when they um they get that picture and put the beach ball and he's like it's beach ball because you could, you cannot even catch beach ball. <laughs> yeah, they and, and, he just, and he just screams at him. He screams and he's like, "We're on the same team." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also I love when he gets scored on and they both skate back and are laughing at him. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh no! It's, it's so every, everyone's skating past him, going five hole, five hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, his his glove save later is shot well. You yeah. know, he makes that great glove. And I, I think that's what yeah, they it actually... also just like shows that like just getting one locker room guy can shift everything around because that team that's why they brought him in, you know. Yeah, yeah. In. They needed the glue. Doug said he'll do whatever the coach wants him to do. Like that's his big thing. He's like, I, you know, hey, if the coach wants me to, you know, kill this guy, I will. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brutal scene. Yeah. But I think that's why I don't like Ray. Ray's character. I think he's dirty. Um, he hurt Laflem, obviously, in a yeah. dirty play. But he also hits a guy in the head with a stick. Yeah, I mean that's the so entire point of his. Char- that's the entire point of his character. Like, right, right. Yeah, you're supposed to not like him. Yeah, he but did. like the part that I really don't like about him is that when he steals, like he steals what Doug says about being an enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate that because he was like almost making fun of Doug for saying that stuff, and then he says it. It's like you, dick. Well, that's because yeah. he he understands the game that he's playing is that he's he's there to put on a show. So that's part of the show is like 
get the fans on my side by saying all this shit and like go out and put on a show for them and that's that's my that's my legacy is that even if I don't believe in any of this shit and I'm just I that I'm here to bleed for him like he he does he does understand like yeah and that's what's good about like that bit of writing between those two characters is Doug is just there as an honest player and he's doing what he d- wants for the team and that is a way through to be successful and th- that's probably the most honest way to get through a career and the most fulfilling way but then you know Ro- Ross Ray's had a career of being a uh, a mercenary essentially because he doesn't actually care for the team but he's he's made us he's actually had a successful career as well so it's like there's a di- there's like two different ways of it's kind of like the cynicism of um of, of getting through life in general there's like multiple ways you can look at life and ross has just got a he's got a different way of looking at right. things and, and but he he also does there is that begrudging respect at the end um and i, I do like the way that the, the film starts with uh you know the title comes over that slow motion of the tooth and the blood falling on the yeah. ice and then we at the end of the movie we find out that's actually you know ross that, that's the end of the movie it's essentially. His, yeah yeah that little smile and that he gives, which is like showing yeah. that he's, he knows he's been beaten, but respects him for it. And Doug's just he wanted to be beaten almost, I think, and that's why, like, when the ref was like, the ref goes in to pick up Doug, he's like, "Don't you fucking dare!" Yeah, because <laughs> he wanted to get he wanted to get, and that's a badass scene too. Well, by yeah, the way, very very powerful. Like, and that's why you get an actor like Leif Schreiber in there is because he he brings that presence. yeah he brings that presence like yeah. You just like don't even think it's him because he just looks like a he looks like a defend like a minor league hockey defender, which I think he played in the NHL in that movie too. But yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah, good role from him. I might have to watch the second one now if he's yeah. in it a little bit more. Yeah, he is, and like I said, his his characters his characters like a retired and he's helping. He's a he's a helpful character in that one. Like I said I've only seen it a couple of times, so I don't really remember it very well. But um, for sure, yeah. I, the other on I seen that is probably the scene that just makes me laugh every time is like the end of that movie that I think it's the end of the game where um Doug does get the shit beaten out of him by blocking that blocking that puck on the line and then the 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 horn goes and like cuz the energy that's built up between the players they all just start fighting and it's incredibly well, <laughs> it's incredibly yeah. well filmed where it's like a pace it's yeah. a, I don't know how to describe the camera shot but they're like they're tracking Belchior as he's at full speed towards the other goalie and just fucking lays him out. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he's so stoked after the win. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve's ass, the divorce ass. Like they're all yeah. Yeah, that is funny. That does that is like kind of like a classic comedy bit. It kind of it almost feels like the food fight scene in Animal House when yeah, it, like yeah. everything's still it's just chaos and it's like Slapshot has this theme like that too at the end where everybody's just beating the shit out of everybody and Slapshot kind of is like Goon where it's like they have the enforcers and it's like this isn't a good thing for the game the enforcers are kind of ruining or like the idea of enforcers because like fans like cheering that on and stuff it's like what are we like actually rooting for you know just go to the game to watch a fight why don't you just go to a boxing match you know yeah yeah yeah, because everyone that was turning, so, everyone that was turning up for that final game was essentially turning up to actually see the Doug versus Ross battle, and you know even the commentators are talking about it. And yeah, it's um an interesting. Yeah, one. but yeah, yeah, that, it knew it was going to happen, and he gets the penalty on him. It, like when he does the drop the glass, Ray is a crafty d- dick bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a. That's I a, have to respect it, but yeah. I was going to bring up the. I, um, like I think we yeah. yeah. Uh, like the hockey 
the hockey knowledge that got, went into the script was good too. Like that little bit of like. Oh yeah, yeah Jay Baruchel's a huge hockey fan. Yeah, so I, I, I respected that in it too. Uh, Seth Rogen's partner. Yeah, right? uh, yeah, Evan Goldberg. Yeah. Evan, yeah, yeah. The guy who's like Seth and Evan are based off of in Superbed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was well written. I think Baruchel directed the second one. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like that's kind of why I want to see it. His character, um, his character's a little bit more wild and kind of becomes like. I mean, he's wild in this one. No, I mean, if he's once, even more. Once you watch not. the second one, you'll be like, he almost becomes a parody of his character in the second one. It's a little bit out there, but it's it's probably it's a parody of a character I, to start. With. <laughs> I, I mean, I need to go back and rewatch. It. I just remember watching the second one and being like, "Holy shit!" He's just written himself into being this completely just nut nutcase, like. I know that it sounds crazy thinking about what his character's like in this one, but it's yeah, it's I from one from wow. memory from memory. I don't even, watch it. <laughs> um, it's on Netflix for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know if, I, I had it here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but anyway, um, the one pick sixty nine. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, how can you get beyond that? But yeah, yeah. Or, like, do your nipples have rainbows coming out of them? <laughs> I won't ruin this for Doug, his gay brother. It's like, yeah. When he's, when he's in the crowd, like the other the other one when he's in the crowd, like he's got the camera on himself. He's like, "Pussy crew, what up, East Matt?" Like, yeah, he's just, and he's like, "Oh shit, it's starting!" And he's just like, what the yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Recognize these people?" And he's just like, "Yeah, I recognize them." It's like, good. God. <laughs> but, but yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's funny. Every like, it's so full of one-liners that it's so quotable. Yeah, I did the one thing I brought up to you in a text. The thing that I just like, I, I like little writing things. And um, the uh, the scene where like again, it's back to the intro scene. But when he's like gets introduced to the the goal goal goalie, and he's just like, uh, you know, two rules: don't touch my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking Percocets? And then like yeah, later. That's- Slaughtered me the first time. <laughs> like, the first time I watched it, I, I thought that was the funniest line in it. Now I think there are other funnier ones. But the first time I watched it, I was like 22. It fucking killed me. <laughs> oh man. It and it's still it's just that it's a testament to the movie that that line is just one of many great ones in it. But um, it's not I, even the funniest line in that scene. But it just got me back in the yeah, day. It's yeah. still funny, but. Yeah, the Chernobyl motherfuckers line is pretty great. And then yeah, there's a throwaway. Then, you, then you've got the one to the like the uh, we haven't even talked about the Asian doctor on the team. He's just like, I, I guess yeah. hockey's like equations to you, eh, Fergie? <laughs> like, so, like, <laughs> 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 or when then later, like Doug's like, "Where's Lafleur?" He's like, "Probably giving herpes to a single mom in a parking lot." <laughs> Like, that's like a throwaway line at the end of that scene. It's like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, Lem does look cool though when he walks in. I kind of like that. Guy. I always like that guy, except when he's spitting at fucking Jay or at uh, yeah, yeah, Pat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, when he, when he walks in on them just fighting each other, is hilarious though. <laughs> yeah. Because I can imagine, I can imagine Pat would have walked in and just been like, "Hey, Laflem, you fucking shit!" Like. Yeah, and then he, call, he calls him like a like wannabe Don Cherry or something. I think it's <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah. yeah, those are two personalities that would not get along. And that's another thing. It's like they knew that Doug would be the well, they didn't know, but they thought possibly that Doug would be the perfect person to balance out Laflem because they are just almost polar opposites. But the reason Laflem's such a dick is because he like 
because Ray cheap shotted him, you know? So it's like his character has depth too that you don't think about. Yeah, and then well, all he needed was somebody to be loyal to him and protect him again that he could trust because he couldn't trust anybody after he got super concussed. Yeah. And then everybody thinks he's a pussy then and like a brat. And it's like, yeah, you're just going to dig deeper into that hole. So, yeah, I like LaFlem. Yeah, he's my know, dude. I, I do like his character because there is, um, and there's something that I had meant to bring up and I'm glad you did bring it up. Like his character is like every character in this movie, there's no like, you know, I guess maybe maybe you're Chernobyl motherfuckers and stuff are caricatures, but <laughs> most of the, most of the characters that are like the important parts of the movie have got some depth to them. Like Laflemme's like dealing with some post traumatic stress, essentially, uh, just you know from from uh, yeah, uh, from almost being fucking killed. Like that's what they, I think they they commentators say, or someone says it at some point. Like they, he almost fucking got killed. Like he was lucky not to be killed. I said so. third degree concussion, which yeah. is you know I, I think you're like in a coma then, but. uh yeah, you could you can understand why he would like turn to drugs and like if everybody thought he was a letdown and he was a pussy, it's like yeah, you're just gonna bang trashy ladies and do coke off their bellies yeah. while your new roommate walks in, <laughs> <laughs> and then just sit in the living room in like a jockstrap smoking heaters like that is that was a gnarly look, <laughs> but yeah. It's a yeah. There are good story arcs in all of this. Like it's a feel good movie. Yeah, and that's what like the divorce. The divorce guy doesn't really get his. Doesn't I don't think he gets his wife back, but him on the phone. He he gets is uh, brutal. Yeah, he gets um. He 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 fights the guy and like and you know. Yeah. Right. And I think he. I think he. uh, He still like uh, the the whole team success he feels like he's got part of a family again i think is probably what because right. i think that's what he's trying to fight like the whole time when he's trying to get the team going because he's the captain like you know i think that's why doug, yeah. doug is a good foil for him is because he like helped well, he's a cool yeah yeah well he's a good character because he was like always into into doug like yeah. he never like treated him like less like a lot of doug's teammates did he offered, but... he offered him a drink straight away at like nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> his fucking yeah after he does a shot it's like oh god yeah and he just passes out at the bar <laughs> steve's what is it like yeah. what is like sweet travels uh little wanderer or something? <laughs> okay, like, good night sweet, good night sweet prince yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drinking yourself blind yeah it's yeah i think it's like it deserves to be talked about more as like a sports movie that you know, culty sports movie. It should have a bigger following. I think it does have a, a real niche market following, but yeah. it should always be on Netflix. It's not on Netflix right now. It's just a perfect Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah. The second one's on there, but Dune is it. It's like, yeah, you know, that's something you can easily settle on when you're just like tired of looking through shit. That's why I've I've got the disc here, so that's why it's often like that and semi pro. I rotate between them as my <laughs> just, just movie to throw on. Um, and it was pretty much. I think I think I'm gonna watch that at some point soon, yeah. or maybe Amazon. One yeah. of the. Semi-pro was almost the movie. I was tossing up between those two because I was just like, I want one of my sports comedy movies as my birthday. I do like Semi-pro more. I do think it's a better film, but Goon is very good. Yeah, I'm actually not sure where I started. For what it is. Semi-pro, I've known for a lot longer, but then Goon's kind of like it just. I've probably watched it more over the last few years. So, but they're different. They're very different movies because Semi-pro is probably even. It, it, but that's got some historical context. It has more star power even compared to the goon that had a good cast. Like it's a fucking Will Ferrell. Did McKay do that one? I don't even know. I actually don't know, but um, 
Yeah, then you got fucking like Woody Harrelson. Like that's pretty. Woody Harrelson, uh, Rob Corddry's in it as like a bit part and hilarious in it, and then you have Andre Three Thousand. <laughs> and like Jason Sudeikis, Will Arnett, like yeah. Yeah, Will Arnett's amazing in that, and Andy Daly. Like it's just like a bunch of comedy heavy hitters. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you put can you put your cigarette out? No, I like to smoke when I drink. <laughs> again one of the another we'll do that one at some point because that's another one that has just great throw yeah we, it was gonna be the second one we did but we were like we shouldn't just do like frat house movies i and feel I think, like I, I think you were just like i'm gonna watch midsummer today and then you watched it and we're like we should follow out this one so that's where they uh, were yeah because i wanted to talk about it because yeah. it was like whoa yeah yeah Semi -pro that's, will have it as that's a good one. point um the before we get on to uh finishing up with uh actually I, I i completely forgot to finish my thought on like the writing but the percocets thing i said to you in text i love how they call back to it when he's like high on painkillers in the um in the bar and yeah. like, and and uh Belchior just looks at him and goes hey pass the dutchie man like and it's like yeah. it's, it's, and it's, Doug, it's, it's he's a loyal person he's like yeah here are I, I, yeah i got you. he kind of looks at him like yeah i've been thinking of you i've got some for you like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like, and, and, and it's such a throw because like, it is just two lines that are very quick and throwaway. But because of the way they set it up earlier in the movie, it's like you laugh at that because you know that this guy likes yeah, Spurkus. Exactly, so it's yeah. just like it is just the entire movie is really tight. Like it's in, like um, greatly written. And also, Doug's yeah, Doug's line of "I'm high on painkillers" after they cheers him is amazing. <laughs> just the, his delivery of that. Yeah, he sounds like high on painkillers drinking. Yeah, he's, and he's yeah. just got that like, yeah, he's got that glint in his eye, like he's just smiling and like, am I? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's fucked up. He has a big head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his entire I face is just fucked up. Who gave you that face? That face, pussy, or whatever. <laughs> 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 it's like fuck, man. That's some hockey shit right there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Before yeah. we get before we go to the IMDb's and all that, the one thing I do want to bring up because I think we'd be mad at ourselves if we didn't bring this up in the pod because we talk about this a lot. Um, a lot of a lot of great sports movies or comedies in particular. Um, we were just talking about Semi Pro and Will Arnett and them. They have great commentators, and this movie has like the guy that oh. like, the guy the old commentator in the box is hilarious. <laughs> mm. We've often talked about like you know that that line he has with um when the lady just completely <laughs> butchers the national anthem. He's like. That was borderline treasonous. My grandfather didn't die on the beaches, and then like the and it tips off, and he's like, "And we're away." Like it's just, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, so, yeah, he's talking about World War Two, uh, like, and then immediately, like, and we're off. And the puck drops, and it's the Highlander. <laughs> yeah. like, all right. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that is such a fucking. Yeah, I love those small town announcements. Why, like when he's just like, "Are you listening? It's me, Margaret." Like it's just. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Indian semi pro is amazing too. Yeah, like their relationship, Mrs. Pepperfield, and everything. Yeah, it's just great. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what <laughs> I can't remember what he is like. Uh, I'd like when he's talking about like, oh, I'd like a, I'd like a guarantee on that one. He's like, oh, I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch Mrs. Pepperfield. Oh, no guarantees. I'd oh, really like a, really like a guarantee on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just Will Arnett being just such a piece of trash in that is so good. Just hit the guy with the fucking phone. Oh my god! Like that's too far, Pat. That's too far. We go to church together. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just like Pat. Come on. Like even him. Like, that's too far. 
God, that seems so fucking funny. We're just like branching out and do a semi-pro pod right now. But <laughs> yeah, we should we should say we should say uh, maybe maybe she's not in heaven, Jackie. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Again. Also, suck my cock. I'll kill your family. Is amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> And then he gets hung up. Oh god, that movie's fun. Yeah, we got to do that at some point. Yeah. Maybe around March Madness. Yeah, we'll do that for my time. birthday. Hopefully, we get March Madness this year. Um, my birthday is championship Saturday for the for the uh, conference tournaments. But uh, I will likely not be able to stand that day because Arsenal Spurs, and, unless I have to work, in which case. <laughs> anyway, enough about my work schedule. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh we'll get on to um what are we talking about? Um the uh IMDBs and all that one. So um what do we have for IMDB? It's got six point eight out of ten, pretty good. Um eighty one percent rotten tomatoes, sixty I didn't even check it before we watched it. Yeah, sixty four percent Metacritic and eighty seven percent of Google users uh, like the movie, so that's pretty Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a kitschy cult <laughs> film. I know what I, I think a lot of people probably like like us and and I think in the wiki it does say that the film was it very much gained its following via like at DVD sales and Netflix um, really boosted it and that's what got the ended up getting a sequel greenlit for it. Um, yeah, eighty one percent. I was like thinking oh, I'd look it up and it might have a mid seventies. I was thinking because I think it is generally real regarded. I thought it was mid. Yeah, but... um, I think it's about fair for me to be honest. Like it's not. Like, I would agree. Yeah. It's not like the I most groundbreaking. Comedy. I was thinking one eighty two, like a solid C plus, almost B minus type thing. Yeah. Like, now I love it. I love it more than it's one of my most adored movies. So, like on my own personal scale, but I think just on in general, like trying to rate it with movies, I think it's like yeah, an eighty one percent is a good like. Yeah, but we review films on this, so it's like you have to like we can't give everything like a ninety five. Like we were going through it for a bit where we were like giving everything like super high scores and it's like yeah this well, can't we're, exist we're, we're watching we're, we're watching pretty good films too so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's the thing yeah, i would like we're... to amend my wolf creek score to 35 <laughs> <laughs> whatever i did <laughs> whatever i gave like i don't even remember but yeah i think we we talked about it one time like the lowest movie we had done i think it was probably one of the horror movies we did yeah i I'm trying to think of ones we've done um yeah, it would have been one of those ones in that that uh, when we did the double feature ones, maybe. But exactly, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to like, go through. I've got like, as I set up our letterboxed um, account, which is just basically me, right. basically me on there. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I see like the movies you review, and I'm like, good god, I will never watch that. <laughs> <laughs> just like some slasher flicks. I'm like, oh, David, <laughs> what? What you watch? Like, what was the New York movie you watched recently? King, King of New York. You'd like that, I think. Yeah. I would, but I was like, where, where did they, like it? It was all horror movies, and then you just watched King of New York out of nowhere. I was like, oh, David's uh, trying to. No, no, I, I, I just like I'm literally going to put up movie, everything I watch. This it'll just be on there. So, because yeah, I watched I watched Flash Gordon the other day. So. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Well, I watched two new movies this week that I would put on there. I watched uh, Promising Young Woman. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so it's one that I fucking interesting. Yeah. And then I watched the little things, which was how was yeah. that? I will, I will 
spare my review until you see it. Okay. But I definitely have a lot, of, a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Okay, cool. On I'll it, I, it's new for us to do an episode about. I think unless we like say, hey, if you haven't, like, if we did an episode about, I have a lot to say about it. All right. Cool. But uh, it's an yeah, it was interesting. It's on HBO Max right now. I don't know if yeah. you guys have. We don't have HBO Max here, so I have to see if it's if it's come up on any of the things we have here yet, but. Yeah, it's an HBO Max like exclusive right now, I think. But he might be able to find a stream of it. Yeah, yeah. I know Judas and the Black Messiah is coming out on HBO Max in a couple weeks, so I'm pretty stoked on that. For that one, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a that's. I think that's about it. I think we've about tapped down on what we what we had to say on this one. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh, there's not a lot to say about. It. Like I said, we review films on this. This is definitely a movie, and. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's not a challenging film um but you, you'll enjoy it you'll have a good time yeah and that's what's um really fun about this one is it's like it's just such a good feel good movie that's actually highly entertaining and of a high quality nature it's um yeah like i said it surprised me a lot when i watched it i think that's what what has gained the traction for it since 2011 you know it's 10 years i guess 10 years this year since it came out and um uh, it, it is continue. I think it's continue always growing as like having a fan base. So it's um that's and that's kind of the, the probably the, you know most directors obviously want to make movie initially from a movie and this one probably didn't do as well initially. But it's a point of pride to see it like continue to um evolve as a as a beloved beloved film. Both as just a comedy like people that don't like hockey will enjoy it and people that love hockey will enjoy it. And I think that's like it's good a good niche like more about fighting. Yeah. <laughs> But still, like the. But it helps to have a background of hockey knowledge going into it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when Lafleur scores that hat trick at the end, like they show the Brit, like it's like only 10, 15 seconds of footage, but it's it's very well done. Like it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, He slices up the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Carves it up. Yeah. I even thought that, like, he like takes that like wrister, and it's like, oh, that was a snipe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like the 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 shots that they take, like the the hockey moves and action in the movie like it's it's brief because it is focused on the like doug's doug stuff which admittedly isn't good <laughs> um across the board but yeah the the little bits of hockey action they do throw in there and sprinkle in there is um quite- yeah steve has a good like thing where he's skating backwards and like going to get a puck and firing a puck across the uh the ice and it looked like he knew how to play hockey yeah so. yeah and that's like part of the whole experience of a movie like this is um you get those little details right, even if it's not the core of the movie, it it enhances the whole thing. So, exactly, yeah. very, very. It's good, good for a sports movie to have good sports scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because if you if you don't, yeah, that's that's where some of the movies that are you know sports movies fall apart is because if they don't get that right, then the entire movie feels cheapened by it, and people that enjoy sports will notice it. Um, so, yeah, no, enjoy. This I, one. I guess the show Euphoria had like a historically bad football scene in it recently. And that's a fucked up show. That's like, that's a show where I'm like, I'm too old to be watching this. I think this is for generation Z. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like about a bunch of high schoolers, like doing ecstasy and shit. Yeah. Andre, Andre has watched it and loved it, but I, I didn't. Yeah, she's Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it. I, I can't, I think I like would come in at times when she was watching. I was like, what the, there's a lot going on here yeah i watched like three episodes and they weren't like in a row i like caught them at different times and i was like this show is too cool for me i don't <laughs> <laughs> what's going on like yeah yeah so anyway we've talked about like a bunch of different types of entertainment other than goon today yeah. but. but goon good movie 
good movie. movie. <laughs> All right, well, I raised, yeah. I raised my pint or half pint of Red Bull, but I did drink plenty of beer as well as watching it, so um, sticking to the theme. Um, yeah, to, yeah, Goon, it's a great film. Um, yeah, one of, one of my favorite um, comedies ever, really. It's one that's uh, entered the kind of rotation of ones that I watch regularly since I saw it, so... Um, and and almost more regularly than most um, at this stage. So, yeah, really enjoy it. Get so. on William Scott and more shit. I'm yes. saying. <laughs> That'll be the motto for this podcast. Get... It's like on like Lethal Weapon, the TV show. It's like, God damn, man. Get him. Like, he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Get Sean William Scott working again. That's the that's the point of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hashtag that when we drop this one. All right. All right, well, until next time, we'll uh, pour some pints, roll some film, pop some corn, and we'll see you for the next episode, Shay. I'll sign your dick, babe. <laughs> <laughs>